Blog Talk Radio.
Log Talk Radio.
The True Israelites, with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Sooner or later. Well, that's the great thing. What you're going to catch me into, 
if you hearing, and sooner or later, some of you all going to obey what's written in the Bible, because it's written too. So believe it like that. For those on the international side, y'all probably used all be going to see them coming on stage, and we got Samir and Rose coming on stage, so we'll get something going on with the Samir and Rose until those out of the six camps come on in. Let's get it going on. But right now, we got Miriam Rose. So when you meet Miriam Rose, loud voice, you say, Miriam Rose. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Bless you, see Israel. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right, hallelujah, Yahweh. Yahweh bless you. Yahweh be with you. Yahweh bless. All right, good enough. Let's take a look at Ruth 2, verse 4. We'll get something going on to those that come join in a little bit later. So we'll get something going on by looking at the book of... 10th chapter, verse 16 of Matthew, there. Uh, Rose. Look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Let's see what that says. What does that say in 10, 16? <clears throat> Hallelujah, Yahweh. Matthew chapter 10, verse 16. Mm-hmm. And it reads, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be you therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Wow. Yes. Continue. Mm-hmm. That's good enough. So that's good enough. So that's how we got to we got to play our role. You know what we got to do? We got to play our role in grand style. We're gonna bring our elder in. Bless you, see this world, see well. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, yeah. Well, we were off and running. Our sister Mary and Israel was off and running, though. But you know one thing: the order thing is we always leave behind the elder. So, you know, whatever way you want to dress this national audience over nine hundred thousand plus on the international side, take your time and you'll give us a little over tea while you address this national audience. You on the clock? Come on. Once again, Yaquan bless you, see Israel, and thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. And that's a good thing, because the more people that hear the words of Yaquan, that's a great thing. Because today, myself, I had an interesting occurrence that happened. And I know sometimes on the ministry, we talk about these interesting occurrences, because it gives us a reflect on things that possibly could happen in our ministry. I went to go collect a bill that was due me, and the people had me to meet them at a church. Well, to my surprise, when I got there, there were 30 preachers there, and what they were doing was having a preacher meeting. Now, I had never been to one of these things before, I had no idea they were going to 
make me wait until the meeting was over before we uh, finished our business. But anyway, I found out a lot of interesting things, preachers that were there. All they talked about is how when COVID hit, how it frightened them because their churches was empty. Some of them even tried to fill their churches uh, during the COVID time and was told by the police that they have to empty the church. They got worried. Then one of them mentioned they were doing the same thing that the voice of the true Israelites was doing. They had started running their church program on the telephone, and they said it worked quite well. Then other preachers started speaking up, mentioning how they benefited by Zoom and other phone broadcast scenarios where they made a lot of money. And the word a lot was not mentioned in a normal term. It was mentioned with a very low tone, a lot of money. So it almost scared you to listen uh, to how they expressed themselves, how they benefited. And they all said that this came from the Lord himself. He's the one that blessed them with this money. After listening for a long period of time, I know some would become enthused in this kind of conversation. But to me, I could not wait to get out of there. It, it was really not an enjoyable experience. Because here in the Aquas ministry, we all come to hear things that most of us listening, some listening can never understand. But, you know, our ministry, we makes all this misunderstanding very possible. Not like those preacher meetings. Boy, I would not suggest anybody ever attend one of those things. Because here we came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching. Some looking never understand. Because these are the misinformed. And I've seen 30 misinformed people today that call themselves preachers. They can do none of the things that we do on this program. This is why the words of Yahweh that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. And that word did not apply today. I didn't see one righteous thing in there. Not really. And that's not an exaggeration. We have to be aware in the voices of the truth is light. By knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts that were often taught, we have the knowledge to know. We have those out there that camouflage their evil or confused teaching and overly loud bump the gums contest for righteous learning. I heard that today, too. Even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons. This is why the words of Yahweh that is taught through this ministry makes all this the more possible for the righteous, as I said. We have to remember, the non-righteous job is to lead you astray. And I spoke on this also. These are people with a lost and confused understanding. And the voice of the truth the right, is here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, loud bumper gums for righteous learning, Christianity, and those bad preachers out there trying to teach the word of the Bible. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. Remember, we come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics.
from the King James Bible. First and foremost, about Yahweh's Word. Learning how to connect the Bible books for your biblical education, your health, foods you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days. We do all this because you have not. This is the information that you have came to seek and have to look no further, because you have now found that and the voices of the true Israelites. We are open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. On the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, Sabbath class we do have. Top part of Sabbath is Friday. Last time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. The bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. Also, we have a website address. And to use this on any one of your search devices, write on the search line and the tribeyada.com. After click enter, once again, look for that tribeyada.com dash Israelites. Doing this will take you to a big line where you will see some choices, one being tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. On any other device, you may see menu. And after clicking this, you'll still see choices. You'll choose the tithes and offerings and doing so. Remember what it tells us in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the aqua, the kindred of the people. Give unto the aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and read once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus says Yahweh alive. Also for building a school which I can see after today, we need to get this school going pretty soon. Our banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Also while there, check out our calendar, which is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible these days that come to us throughout the year. Also, we have a live program. This is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, this time, enter three words, Yahweh Radio Live on the search line. And after you click on it, look for Voices of the Trizolites, Tribe of Yadav. And click the red live button, and as soon as it appears, you'll be right into our live online broadcast. We even have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh Online. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319. 527-6065. The other number is 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on. They can be answered by any one of the six nine camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. Once again, I'll have to remind you, you will only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling this number, you can order 
what is known as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact the seer. Email, phone, or text before broadcast or after this. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, answering many memos, and even now, in addition to that, the latter day sites. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. Unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear the scourging Dalton. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of our program, you can listen to the entire show today after 9.15 p.m. Except Friday's program time will be repeated after 10.30. To do this, enter three words once again, Dawa Radio Live. And after clicking on look for voices of the Trisolites, try to that At that point, you can choose the program that you're late logging into, any previous day on that list that you would like to listen. Now, also during our normal blood talk broadcasts, we're also simultaneously transmitting our information on Taltalk, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, computer, even now your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the Taltalk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for Voices of the Trisolites, Tribe of Yada you'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants where Yahuwah's work will also be working for your Bible education. Online narrative answer the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with the seer Israel, writing a shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments on the topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. Our teaching will continue on Talk Talk. Talk will be with you all. But that continuing reminder I usually give. When we're given the scriptures to speak by this ear, remember, be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of Yahweh flow smoothly, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners who came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not the confusion. The reason for saying this, you have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. So we can start to do just that, throw them back over to our seer Israel. And before we do, I want to say, I hope we don't have to wipe our eyes today again after listening to lovely singing, but we will say hallelujah, yakuah. Yeah, all right, Dave. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right. <laughs> it's all about we we uh, we Yahweh's servants, but it's this method of we'll get them books spread out, and, and when we bring mother mother to the network, and we gonna get us some Luke twelve twelve there, yo. So let's see if we bring our mother eagle, mother eagle. Listen, let me tell you something, Phil. I mean, I mean this to win it. I know my duty as one of the most out of count one, so look at I'm ready to do my part because I want my blessing in the Almighty Yahweh. 
And, we, and Mother Z will be giving a commentary a little bit later in the broadcast after she hears something. See, let me hear something first. My best commentary is when I hear something, then I know what to put together. Good. All right, Mother E. Mother Mother's out of Count One. Yahweh B. J. L. C. Ray. Yahweh bless you, see Israel. I'll see you, God. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Nobody disturbed him, for he can do one thing. 
get this word and put it on the table. Now the ministry that was going to come behind it and break it down was at, was at hand to come. Now, in fact, read that, Mother. The one that was going to break this thing down in the 37th chapter, make it 36, verse 8 of Ezekiel. Let's see exactly what is the precept and who was to break this thing down at a time appointed. Help those see out in 36, verse 8 of Ezekiel. What is that, Mother? 36, verse 8. Ezekiel, chapter 36. Verse 8, but ye, O mountains of Israel, you shall shoot off your branches and yield your fruit to my people of Israel, for they are at hand to come. Mm-hmm. They are at hand to come. That means a whole lot of work got to be done first. They are at hand to come, but a whole lot of work got to be done. So, so when Yahweh make his move, you have to know exactly what the man's saying, and you got to be applying what the man got on the that you can read. So, that, so there's a hand to come. So somebody got to activate these people called the children of Israel. Get their mind back right. Get their mind back right. Um, hey, hey, hell, what do we say is in Revelation chapter 4, verse 5? Revelation chapter 4, verse 3, and 3 down to verse 5. Revelation chapter 4, verse 3 down to verse 5. Let's see what that says. You know, I'm, I'm all over the place, but that's how the spirit of Yahweh got me working right now. I'm all over the place right now, but it must be for a reason. So now, in Revelation chapter 3, verse number, make it 4 and 5. Revelation 3. Verse 4 and 5. What does it say to hell? In the book of Revelations, reading verse 4 and verse number 5, 4 says, And round about the throne were four and twenty seats, and upon the seats I saw four and twenty elders sitting, clothed in white raiment, and they had on their heads crowns of gold. 5. And out of the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings, and voices, and they were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits, minister spirits of Yahqua. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's big talk with that. Ilda, Ilda, you, you are, you are, you are toward our tall tree behind that one. Now, uh, I'm struggling now, Ilda. I, I need to throw something in there. I need to throw something in right behind that. But I'm struggling right now. So he's telling us, he's saying, he's making a profound statement in the book of Revelation. He's saying something big time. And uh, But I'm struggling right now. But what he's saying, he is the same thing John was there to do. So, but those seeds are struggling right now. I'm struggling right now, yo. Now what I want, it's something that um, I can't put my finger on right now. So I'm certain. So I got to double back with that. I got to put um, value 216 on it. Give me time. I'll come back with it. Certainly right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm certainly right now. 
So I'm, I'm struggling big time right now. So I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that. Guess where is that? And then we'll go back to the network and see if we bring in um daughter Yahwa. Now daughter Yahwa, so let's see if it, you know about. If my job ain't got me now, I, I like hollering that microphone too. And that's a great thing. She's all about hollering that microphone. But she can bring Daughter Yaqua in by saying, Daughter Yaqua, one of the troopers out of Camp One. Daughter Yaqua, Yaqua be there, see right. Yaqua, I bless you, Sarah. What do we
get a hold of the true thing. So now what I want to do, I'm going to find out about something else. This is who I want to get to. I got to build it up, Sister uh, Miriam. I got to build it up to get to where I want to get to. I know I want to go, but I just don't want to go right there right away. I'm going to be just like, you know how to catch. He, uh, when he stung the mouth, he said, look, I know you can't get to your hole now, so I'm just going to pray with you before I keep. And the same thing that I'm going to do, we ain't going to just get at you. We want to we just walk you down and take care of his bed. That's what we're going to do. So um, in the book of Judges, In the book of Judges, uh, Sister Miriam, if, if the statement is written in Judges, and, but I'm all over the place right now, but if the statement is written in Judges, I want to talk about it to build it. And Judges, to build this case up, I want to go to Judges chapter 7. To build this case up. And we'll look at verse number one, and then we'll get down to verse number seven. Judges chapter one, verse seven, and then get down to verse 12. And that'll kind of get me, after I hit them three verses, I should be looking pretty good. Judges chapter seven, verse one, seven, and twelve. What can I say that, Sister Mary? Come on. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Judges, chapter 1, verse 7. No, chapter 7. Chapter 7. Chapter 7, chapter seven. Chapter seven one, verse seven. 1 and 7 and 12. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And it reads, Judges, chapter 7, verse 1, 7 and 12 reads, verse 1, hallelujah, and Yahweh said unto Gideon, by the 300 men that lap will I give you, and deliver the Midianites into thy hand, and let all the other people go, every man unto his place, verse 7, am I reading, oh no, no, oh, okay, Wait, that was, I supposed to read verse 1. Sorry, okay. Judges chapter 7, verse 1. Then Jeroboam, who is Gideon, and all the people that were with him rose up early and pitched beside the well of Herod, so that the hosts of the Midianites were on the north side of them, by the hill of Morat in the valley. Verse 7. And Yahweh said and took Gideon by the three hundred men that lot will I give you, and delivered the Midianites into your hand, and let all the other people go, every man unto his place. Verse twelve. And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the children of the east lay alone the valley like grasshoppers for multitude and their camels were without number as the sand by the sea side for 
multitude. Hallelujah. So we got the Midianite, and they got the Amalekite. And Amalekite is, is always the sentence, the sentence of Esau. You can find out that in 36 chapters. Mm-hmm. Amalekite, Jesus is the sentence of Esau. Translated, Esau and, and his five sons. So this Esau and his five sons called He said something 
But it's not going to never be brought out. But he did say something in the 17th chapter of the book of Genesis. We'll make it extra. Genesis. We'll make it extra okay. 17. Yeah, make it extra 17. He says something in, in the 17th chapter. And um, what he says in verse 16, he, he made a statement, Mother. We, we, we read about the Amalekites, and the Amalekites and these people, it's just interchangeable names, same people. Just spell a little different. Sometimes they add a little bit more to it, take away from it. But but we understand how to catch them by knowing how to catch them. So in the 17th chapter, verse 16, Mother, Yahweh, remember we read over there that daughter read, says, um, he told you to repent, but, re- but remember where you have fallen from, all that good stuff daughter read a little while ago, good stuff. This is what he's talking about right here in 17, chapter verse 16. What are you talking about there, um, Mother E? What are you talking about in 17? It's, it's the chapter 17, verse 16. Mm-hmm. But he said, because the Yahweh has sworn by the Yahweh, we'll have war with Amalek from generation to generation. He saw his eyes come. See that? You see that? So Yahweh has sworn. Moses tells the children of Israel, pass on to your loved ones. Yahweh has sworn that you don't have war with Amalek, the Amalekites, from generation to generation. See, that? It's, see, this is information that we look at today and we don't forget that we in some generation today. And, it, and, it, and what do you say in verse 14, mother? What do you say in verse 14? Verse 14. And the Yahweh said unto most, write this for a memorial in a book. And rehearse it in the ear of Joshua, Yeshua. For I will utterly put out the remembrance of the Amalekites from under heaven. He said, I'm going to get them. He said, I'm going to take care of them, no doubt about it. He said, but but he's trying to tell you, you got to know that every opportunity he saw his five sons get opportunity. They're going to take advantage of it because Yahweh said they're going to take advantage of it. Oh, you might say, well, I know a few that do me real good, and me too. But we're talking about as a nation. I mean, the ones that in power above the hidden hand, they're the ones going to bring the rule awakening to those that mean well. They keep me, it's like the powers that be. It's not just called the local joker. They call the local. No, the powers to be, they going to remember the covenant. To, if, if you or anything, what they, what, what they last mindset is to deliver you up. Keep that in your mind. I mean, that's, that's a tidbit to remember. So never get too comfortable when you forget about the Bible and think the Bible is not right. It'll cause you in time to come. So, now we're going back to Sister Miriam, and we want to go to the 8th chapter now, Sister Miriam. 
And we look at 8, Judges 8, verse 1. Then skip down to verse 10. 24 down to verse 26. Let's see what we can get out of Judges chapter 8, verse 1. Skip down to verse 10, 24 through 26. Let's see what we can get out of Esther, Samaria, and come up. Hallelujah, Yahweh. The book of Judges, chapter 8, verse 1, 10, 24 to 26. And it reads, verse 1. And the men of Ephraim said unto him, Why has you served us thus that you caused us not? When you went to fight with the Midianites, and they did chide with him sharply. Verse 10. Hallelujah. Hold that part for a minute. Hold that part for a minute. Now, now, that's, that's very interesting right there. Now, that's, a, that's very interesting what was said there. Now, Ephraim is the ten northern tribes. Ephraim now giving it with, with, with Judah. He said, why, why are you going to try to fight the Midianites and you know when, when we go to battle, according to our law in Numbers chapter 1, everybody got to get into this thing. So why why you didn't let us know about what you get ready to go through? That would have that would have been what I'm saying. That's the northern side of Israel. But, but, but Gilead cleaned it up real good. He said, listen. He said, although there was um, thousands or whatever, he said, but... We had this thing covered because Yahweh gave us 300 and told us 300 and take care of business. So we don't get off into that lesson part right there. But there was a real smooth answer we gave them to get them to not be mad at Gilead anymore. Get down to verse 10. Hallelujah. Judges chapter 8, verse 10. Now Ziba and Zalmuna were in. Kakar, Kakor, and their host with them, about 15,000 men, all that were left of all the hosts of the children of the east. For there fell 120,000 men that drew sword. Verse 24. And Gideon said unto them, I would desire a request of you that you will give me every man the earrings of his prey, for they had golden golden earrings because they were Ishmaelites. 25, and they answered, "We we will willingly give them. And they spread a garment and did cast therein every man the earrings of his prey. 26. And the weight of the golden earrings that he requested was a thousand and seven hundred shekels of gold, beside ornaments and collars and purple remnant that was on the kings of Midian, and beside the chains that were about their camels' necks. Wow. Hallelujah. So now what we're gonna find out here that Gilead, what he what he what he taking down was 
chapter 25, verse 1. Then again, Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah. And she bare him Zimran, and Jokshan, and Medan, Medan, and Midian, and Ishbak, and Shua. Mm -hmm. Verse 2. Now, that's it, dog. You read good to the name we look for a Midian. And Midian and his people is the Midianite. So that was Abraham's third wife kid. Abraham had three wives, and out of them came Midian. You read the name Midian. Make, make a note of that, daughter Yahweh. And, and Midian became the Midianite. So the Midianite jumped right in there to go against the children of Israel. Now, there's a reason why they did that. See, nobody, everybody knows why they do what they do. But we don't see, we don't know. You know why? Because, like they ever say about going to that meeting today, and all those preachers, they got plenty to say, but they can't tell you that what's going on with this book. Now, we know why, what, why what's what happened. You know why? Because we can read the Bible. Let's find out what happened. 
find out what happened in verse number five and six. Twenty-five, verse five and six. Same book, twenty-five. Let's find out why did the Midianites join in? Well, Genesis, Genesis chapter twenty-five, verse five. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. Six. But unto the sons of the concubines which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son, while he yet lived, eastward unto the east country. Now you see that? So that's the reason why they were mad at the children of Israel. Because they ain't forgot what Abraham did. He gave all these guys, although he had three wives, father of three groups of people. But Yahweh told them that when you start shutting this thing down, all you got goes to ice. I'm going to bless them and give them a couple of hours, but I want them to get away from Isaac, away from him. So, so this is the hand of Yahweh. See, we got to understand something. This is the hand of Yahweh. And, and if this is the hand of Yahweh, you know we supposed to say, uh, Mother Eve, one eighteen twenty three. Hey, Mother Eve. See, once you understand this Bible, in Psalms one eighteen twenty three, all we supposed to say when we find out what's going on in this book, that's all we supposed to say, one eighteen twenty three of Psalms. Hey, Mother Eve, what it says in one eighteen twenty three of Psalms? The book of Psalms, chapter 118, verse 23. The book of Psalms, chapter 118, verse 23, you read. Psalm 118, verse 23. The stone which the builder refused to become the head stone of the corner. Hey, Mo, hey, Mo, look at it real good. Look at, look at that 118, 23. Real Kepler song. Okay, I'll get 23. 
they join in to deliver you up. And not only that, daughter Yahweh, not only that, in the 37th chapter, daughter Yahweh, of Genesis, not only that, see, you need to remember, those over there in Saudi Arabia, all the ones in Saudi Arabia, all the males over there, the cause of Arabs, Midian, Look what happened when you can read in Genesis 37, verse 28. Look what we can read in 37, 28 of Genesis. Genesis 37, verse 28. Genesis chapter 37, verse 28. Then there passed by, the, by Midianites merchant men. And they drew and lifted up Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. And they brought Joseph into Egypt. You see that? So you see what the Midianites did? So the Midianites, they lift Joseph out of the pit and sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites. You see that? The Ishmaelites. These ones you call the day. It's the Arab man. You know, the Alphalamalanka man, the one that, you know, the Quran man. This is the Mecca man. With the number one slave port was in Mecca. And all the reason children of Israel became Muslim because they were told to either convert or get out. See? But they were running from the Romans. So they had to convert to Islam. And they had slave markets there. So they told the slave markets, the ones in the slave, either you convert and become a Muslim, Islam alaikum, praying five times a day, or get out. So a lot of the children of Israel converted to be Muslim. And that's why you see them some today, but they don't know their history. Mecca is the number one slave port. And here's what I'm tired of them right now. The Midianites came up with the Ishmaelites. And they took Joseph, the Israelite, and sold him into Egypt. So you see that? He was rushing me. So this kind of information you need to know. So when you read about the Midianites, look at all them guys over there, all the princes and over there, cutting salt, Arabia and all that. Along with the Ishmaelites. They all tied to the hip. And remember one thing, uh, Mother E, 50 verse 7 of Jeremiah, what, what it says, tell Jeremiah, put on paper. In 50 verse 7, what was it told for Jeremiah? Put it in writing. Ain't too many people going to take a look at this, but the six and all accounts of what the other two is like. What it says in Jeremiah 50 verse 7, Mother Book of Jeremiah, chapter 50, verse 7. All that found them have devoured them, and their adversaries said, Be up in, not be. Because they have sinned against the Yahweh, the inhabitants of justice, even the Yahweh, the hope of their fathers. Everybody knows. Why are you in trouble today? 
Everybody know why you intimidate but you. See, you don't know when you're reading this Bible. You don't know nothing about the Midianites. You don't know nothing about the Ishmaelites. You don't know who they are today. But they know who you are today. And you don't know nothing about each on this five songs. When it comes down to whooping you, all the nations, they right on with that. What's going on in the land of Israel today, it was good. Great Britain won. Got the Auburn church to get back into the land. And they know who was in the land was you. So everybody know about you but you. And that's why we come to wake you up. Stop and fix you on the camp. You must know who you are. And you must know who they are. Because when a time appointed, they will visit you and, and put you off into propaganda. But if you know what the Bible is saying, you be right on. That's up to you. So now, so we clear about the the Midianites. It's clear about the Ishmaelites. And so just to clear about both of them, that means we got no problem by going back to now the ninth chapter there, Sister Miriam. With better understanding, how we going to the ninth chapter, Sister Miriam? And we're going to look at something so it sounds a little bit different, but we want to enlighten. We're going to 9 verse 1. We're going to Judges 9 1, and we'll take it down from 4 straight down to verse 15. But um, Judges. I want to come on something, but I want to come. Now, tell you what. Just read 9 1 and read verse 8. I want to comment on something so we can be clear what they're talking about. Let's look at Judges chapter 9, verse 1 and 8. We'll stop right there. 1 and 8, what does it say? Hallelujah. And Ambalik, the son of Jerubabah, Jerubabah, went to Chishim and to his mother's brethren and communed with them and with all the family of the house of his mother's father, saying, Hold that point. Hold that point. Hold that point. You might want well to read a little bit. Take it down to verse 3. You might want well, well to read a little bit. No, let's take it down to verse 4. You might want well, well to read a little bit because um, I, got, I, I got to remember that the national audience ain't got a clue what we're working with. So we might want well to enlighten them because it's about them and about us anyway. So what we're going to do is read down to 1 down to verse 5. Then I'm going to bring in Dolly Yawas to kind of pick it up. Give me 1 down to verse 5. Let's see if we get some understanding. Give me, you read 9, 1, read 2 down to verse 5. What do you say? Hallelujah. Well, judges, chapter 9, verse 2 through 5, then verse 8. Speak, I pray you in the ears of all the men of Shisha, whether it's better for you, either that all the sons of Jerubbabel, which are threescore and ten persons, reign over you, or that one reign over you. Remember also that I am your bones and your flesh. Three. And his mother's brethren 
spake of him in the ears of all the men of Shisham. All these words and their hearts inclined to follow. Abimelech, for they said, he is our brother. Four, and they gave him three score and ten pieces of silver out of the house of Baal, Berith, wherewith Abimelech hired vain and light persons which followed him. Five, and he went into his father's house at Ophrah and slew his brethren, the sons of Jerubbabel, being threescore and ten persons upon one stone. Notwithstanding yet, Joseph, the youngest son of Jerubbabel, was left, for he hid himself. Verse 8. The trees went forth on a time to anoint a king over them. And they said unto the olive tree, Reign you over us. Hmm. Now, now, now look what happened here. Now, 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 look how they don't start talking about for the national audience. They're talking men, and all of a sudden, they start saying about these men. They call these men, uh, what do they call these men in verse 8? They're talking about men. Trees. Yeah, now they're going to call these men trees. You see that? So sometimes, I'm telling you things, you're talking about trees.
Now you see it? So now he talking now see if, if if you had a proper understanding the breakdown, you 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 looking at in your front yard these um olive trees and trees and but this ain't what it's talking about. Or the Bible have something that you're supposed to never forget. Uh Daughter Yahweh. In the book of the book of Job, it's called boy in um six verse eleven. Can you have to see out there, Daughter Yahweh? You talking about this book. Make it make it eleven verse six. Come about this Bible we need to know. Come I see jump down this Bible and think it's just a novel. Wait a little bit more. Say that, daughter, we can read in 11, verse 6. The book of Job. Job, chapter 11, verse 6. And that he will show thee the secrets of wisdom, that they are double to that which is. Know therefore that the Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, exacted of the less than thy iniquity deserves. So we find out the wisdom of the Bible has a double meaning. See, the Bible, you, if you read it like a novel, you, you're going to get yourself all tangled up. The Bible has a double meaning to it. In the 42nd chapter there of the book of Sirach, these are the books that were taken out by the Protestant Church in 1885, their daughter. So, verse 24, here's the precept. And these books were removed by the Protestant Church in 1685. And 42 verse 24, what did it say there, daughter? Right. Daughter of Yahweh, what it says that we can read in 42? The book of Sirach, chapter 42, verse 24. Mm-hmm. All things are double, one against another, and he have made nothing imperfect. So see, so when you jump out and read your Bible, understand the Bible has a double meaning. The Bible has a double meaning. Now these, these trees and other trees, if you precept your Bible, Elder, in Jeremiah 11, verse 16 and 17, it gives us the answer to the olive trees. So when we get down to end time prophecy, with that foundation, when we do get to Revelation chapter 11, 1, 2, 3, 4, you'll be more suspicious and you'll be more, and your ears will be open more clearly to help yourself and others. So now, break that down in Revelation chapter 11 about these olive trees. Who are you talking about? 11 chapter verse 16 and 17 of Jeremiah. Come on. And the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 16, verse 17. Jeremiah chapter 11. 11, verse 16 and 17. Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 16, verse number 17. Verse 16 and 17. 16 and 17. 16 says, Yahweh called thy name a green olive tree. Fair and a goodly fruit, with the noise of a great tumor. He hath kindled the fire upon it, and the branches of it are broken. 17. For the Yaqua of hosts that planted thee, 
had pronounced evil against thee. For the evil of the family of Israel and for the family of Judah, which they have done against themselves to provoke me to anger and offering incense to them. Uh-huh. Read another verse. And the Yahweh hath given me knowledge of, of it, and I know it, then thou showest me their doings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but who, who you gave Jeremiah knowledge to show who's doing in verse 17? Who's doing that he's talking about in verse 17? Here? He gave Jeremiah to see a knowledge to show who's doing in verse 17. Verse 17, I held him. Jeremiah 11, 17. Hey, Delta CC, I'm getting a delay on the microphone. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not getting that quick comeback. 11, 17, what it say? Uh, not the delay on the microphone, a delay in my lips pronouncing words. Uh, 17 says, for the Yahweh folks that had planted thee, had pronounced evil against thee, for the evil of the family of Israel and the family of Judah, which they have done against themselves to provoke me to anger and offering incense to them. Mm-hmm. So two so, families. So two families. Excellent. And what do the last line in, 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 in that says, the last line in 16? Just say, now they, they won't do the world of thing called Baal, and Baal means Satan. You're going to do that, southern kingdom and northern kingdom of Israel. What Yahweh got written in the last line in verse 16. In the last line, it provoked them to anger and offering incense. Yeah, in verse 16, what is the last, last line by doing all that? So what happens when you do all this stuff against this man in verse 16? This green olive tree he's talking about. What do you say about him in the last line of 16? The last five words is what? Verse number 16, the last line says, He had kindled fire up in it, and the branches of it are broken. You see that? So now you see, now you see why you broke it and scattered to every nation upon the sun. Because when you don't do right with Yahweh, he's going to break you, brush you like a wild mill. Oh, that's why you scattered in every nation upon the sun. Because you fought in Islam, Judaism, and Christianity. That's why you broke you. Everywhere you at, the children of the book. You broke it. So these other trees he's talking about, it's Southern Kingdom and Northern Kingdom. Uh, if we're not in Christianity, we're in Islam. If we're not in Islam, we're in Judaism. We all pray and you remain broken until you remember where you have fallen from and repent and come back to this book. You will be broken. So, so now, so with that understanding, now we're going back. Um, Sister Miriam. You're going back to the ninth chapter with that understanding. So these trees he's talking about, 
is Southern and Northern Kingdom. So make sure y'all make a note of that for y'all be clear about this, because we're not through with this now. We're going back to Judges, the Sumerian, and we read in that ninth chapter, now we're going to pick with that understanding, now we get down to verse 10, down to verse 15, it should be number of cakewalks understanding. What it says in Judges chapter 9, verse 10, down to verse 15. Come on. Hallelujah. Judges chapter 9, verse 10 through 15. Yes. Read. And the tree said to the fig tree, Come, you, and reign over us. But the fig tree said unto them, Should I forsake my sweetness and my good fruit and go to be promoted over the trees? Twelve. Then said the trees unto the vine, Come you and reign over us. Thirteen. And the vine said unto them, Should I leave? My wine, which cheer Yahweh and man, and go to be promoted over the trees. 14. Then said all the trees unto the bramble, Come you and reign over us. 15. And the bramble said unto the trees, If in truth you anoint me, king over you, then come and put your trust in my shadow. If not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. Hallelujah. So, you see, so now you see, you see what we're going to find out all the way about find out something. These trees is talking about southern and northern kingdoms. And getting Gilead to rule over them because he's got the 300 years. So, with that, with that understanding, with that understanding now, uh, Mother Eve, what do it say in the book of Psalms, chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3? With that understanding now, so the trees we're talking about is southern and northern kingdom of Israel. So, these are the the trees we're talking about, because we're going to up the ante in a few more minutes now, but I want to make sure those that on stage understand the trees are talking about southern and northern kingdom. So when we read the entire prophecy, you should be more clear on what's going on to help yourself and help those that come in contact with you. So now, Mother, what are we getting ready to read in Psalm chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3? What does it say that, Mother E? The book of Psalms, chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the unyawadi, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the first two. But his delight is in the law of the Yahweh. And in his law do he meditate day and night. Verse 3. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, 
that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Mm-hmm. So who he call a tree, Mother, according to verse 1? According to verse 1, look at verse 1, real care, care of the national audience, who he called tree, according to verse 1. Okay. It says, blessed is the man that walketh blessed. not. So who is he calling a tree? So who is he calling trees, mother? According man. to one. Man. 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 That's what we call the tree. Man. See, remember, Jesus prophecy, you, you always have been in captivity. They always got to talk over your head. But you got to talk. But once you understand who you are, it's something about man. The man you're talking about is something in the northern kingdom, man, of Israel. Now, look what he says in Mark chapter 8, verse 22 down, verse 25. And daughter Yahweh have me the end time prophecy. Give me Revelation 1 9, daughter of Yahweh. Then it comes to the 11th chapter and read 1, 2, 3, 4 of Revelation. It's end time prophecy. So now, with that understanding, Mother, what it says in Mark chapter 8, verse 22 on verse 25. Chapter 8, verse 22 to 25. Verse 22 reads, And he came to Bethsaida, and he comes to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man to him and defout him to touch him. 23. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hand upon him, he asked him if he saw all. 24. And he looked up and said, I see man as trees walking. And after that, he put his hand again upon his eye and made him look up and he was toward and saw every man clearly. So, so, so he saw men as trees. So with that understanding, so that's good stuff now. So now you see, when you, when the Bible have a double meaning. So he not ain't no tree out there walking and talking. Then ain't no tree walking and talking today. So now you find out these trees he's talking about is men. Okay, good. With that understanding now. With that understanding the trees is men. So now when we go to Revelation chapter 1, verse 9, the daughter of Yahweh, then he swat this by right over to Revelation chapter 11, 1 down to verse 4. We should be on a little something. Let's see what you're working with, daughter. Come on. Revelation chapter 1, verse 9, and it reads, I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation, 
and in the kingdom and patience of Yahweh, the son of Yahweh the Father, was in the hour of that is called Patmos, for the word of Yahweh the Father and for the testimony of Yahweh his son. So, so John was on the Isle of Patmos to receive the word. He was there. He was in prison. He was there to see the word and write the word down and take a look at some good stuff. Let's see what's going on in 11, 1 down to verse 4. So let's get that dollar. 11, 1 down to 4, end time problem. Come on. Revelation chapter 11, verse 1 through 4 reads, And there was given me a reed like unto a rod. And the ministering spirit stood, saying, Rise, and measure the temple of Yahweh, and the altar, and them that worship therein. Verse 2. But the court, which is without the temple, leave out, and measure it not. For it is given unto the Gentiles, and the righteous city shall they tread underfoot for forty and two months. Verse 3. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days, cloth and sackcloth. Verse 4. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the Yahweh of the earth. You hear that? Y'all hear that? Read verse 3 and 4. Take your time there, daughter. You, daughter, you, you dropped the bombshell on them, daughter. You got them stretching that old side of the brain. You have chapter 11, verse 3 and 4. Just take your time and, and give me a little more audio, daughter, because you own something. Revelation chapter 7, verse 3 and 4. Mm-hmm. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred and three score days, cloth and sackcloth. Verse 4. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks. Standing before the Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, of the earth. These are two olive trees. Now, where did we read in advance when old Seer sit up? He sit, he sit there saying up. These are two olive trees. These are the two witnesses. So now you see, when, you put, when, you, when your mind is on some Yahweh, now you see it's two olive trees. These are two. What did we read? What are two out? Who these two out of trees is? Come on back, Elder, and come back to the eleventh chapter again, verse sixteen and seventeen. So this is how you tie. See, this is how you take care of this. Because the world trying to figure out who are these two witnesses. I mean, the world trying to figure out because they gotta. If they won't know the truth, come to the voice of two is life. We are the sixteen on the camp. We, because we know how to precept our Bible. These two witnesses are two olive trees. So all you got to do is precept your Bible, the 11, 16, and 17, and tell you who it is. Let's watch the hill to break it out. Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 16 and 17. Bring it out, hill. Come out. In the book of uh, Jeremiah, chapter 11. Reading verses 16 and verse number 17. 16 says, The Yahweh called thy name a green olive tree, fair and goodly fruit, 
with the noise of a great tumor. He had kindled fire upon it, and the branches of it, 17. For the Yahweh of hosts that planted thee had pronounced evil against thee, for evil of the family of Israel and of the family of Judah, which they have done against themselves to provoke me to anger and offering incense to Baal, unto Baal. So, so who will be this end time prophecy these two women going to be? Two different folks. See, we know who the two witnesses is. The two witnesses you just got to read. Judah and Israel. Southern and Northern Kingdom. So they're going to be two witnesses. And, and the two witnesses called something else in the 23rd chapter. And Jeremiah is called something else. See, you know, like, you know, like, you know, when you like see the cat, he's got the rat. We all out of can get this old, you know, stomach. He's right like, here. Yeah. You know, he he got his head. He don't want to eat him up right away. Just a stomach. It's like y'all do the world. See, right? You got to sing with this book. He's the top is over with it. Let them let the world bump their dogs and go in the book and and, and take care of business. Let's find out another name for the two witnesses. We're going to Jeremiah 23 and pick up verse 23 and 24. We're going to find out another name for the two witnesses. This guy got to walk down fixing on the count. Because the WCC, the World Council of Churches, the Roman Catholic Church, and the Latter-day Saints, they all got in there that think they got something coming. You got to break the back. Or the hypocrite by just reading the Bible. That's all you gotta do. Thank you, See, we might cut you off of that. What's up? Working out faith. You cut me out working out faith. You know what I can do about that? But I'm gonna still tell you what the book is saying. So, yeah, what you get ready to read in Jeremiah 23, verse 23 and 24. Let's listen to this. Come on. In the book of Jeremiah, Looking at chapter 23, reading verses 23 and 24. 23 says, Am I a Yaqua at hand, saith the Yaqua, and not a Yaqua afar off? 24. Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Yaqua? Do not I feel. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you read Jeremiah 33, Verse 23, oh, 24. 33. Nah, make it 33. Okay, let me, let me change my notes. Yeah, thank you, Mother Z. 33. Okay, 33. <laughs> 23 and 24. 23 says, Moreover, the word of the Yaqua came unto Jeremiah, saying, 24, Considerest thou not what this people have spoken, saying the two families which the Aqua had chosen, he had even cast them off. Thus they have despised my people, that they should be no more a nation before him. Mm-hmm. So what is another name 
now we we read in Revelation it was called um the two uh what, what was the word? Tell me out, mother. Look, what was saying in Revelation that was called a two what? Two olive trees and it was called two mm-hmm. witnesses, right? Yeah, two women and two olive trees. It was called two witnesses and two olive trees. Well, we find out that the two witnesses and two olive trees is who will call to verse number 33, 24. Who is they? Who is they? Who are they? The who? Who are they? They They call the two families. The two families. You know, yeah. in the third chapter, verse 24, Jeremiah said they called the two families. The two families with Yahweh have children. So they call the two families. So now they are the two families with Yahweh have children. So you see, you see how you just walk them down? They are the two families. And now you go to go to the 37th chapter of Ezekiel. Now the two families it's going to come up with another, with something else on it, the two families. We're going to Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 15. That's not how I see inside you walking down and and watch the six members. The last school in Baker Hall, it's definitely going to happen. But yet, what well, I said, if I bless you right now with the last school in Baker Hall, what teaches that? What are the ones going to teach this Bible uncut, neither what it don't be coming around with it, check out a business. Because it's going to be a big land, school, banquet hall, and radio station. you got to have people that's qualified to check out this business. you got to be ready to go. got a classroom of people that you're coming all around. They ask you who you two witnesses is, and you can't preach up your Bible. It's all over the place. No, no, no. No. So this is, this is why we call on the broadcast and listen carefully at the response. Because you got to get this right. And when you and when it's time to teach, you gotta properly teach according to the Bible. So we break it down that end time prophecy about the two witnesses and uh um two we call it two witnesses, two olive trees, who the two witnesses is? We bring them down. And now the two witnesses become two families. Now we go in Ezekiel 37, verse 15, you know, and 22. What is it saying? 37, 15, and 22, what is it say? In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 37, verses 15, and verse number 22. Verse number 15 says, Now, as I beheld the living creatures, behold, one will upon the earth by the living creatures, Ezekiel chapter Ezekiel should be 37 37 15 and 22 that was my fumbling of the pages verse 15 says the word of Yahweh came again unto me saying 22 and I will make them one nation in the land up of the mountains of Israel. And one king shall be king unto them all. And they shall be no more two nations. Neither shall they be divided into two kingdoms any more at all. You see that? Now look, now, now look what you got now. Now, 
the fear is letting you know the two families is really two nations, and the two nations is the mountain of Israel. So you see what you're on the way of learning something? So, they, so when you read that end time prophecy, two witnesses, you know the two witnesses is. The two witnesses is the two kingdoms, the two families. Then you go, um, Mother E. Then you go, hey, Mother E. Then you go to the eighth chapter. I'm going to show you how you just, how you just can mug the, the known world. But it can be clear exactly who folks to take care of his business. See, you got to be in no shadow doubt who take care of his business today. Look what it says over here in Isaiah chapter 8. And it's going to tell you something in verse number 9 and 14. Now, it's going to tell you something, oh, children of Israel. This is what it tells you. Out of the mouth of Isaiah in 700 B.C. He's going to tell you something. Verse 9. 8 verse 9. What is that, Marie? Isaiah chapter 8 verse 9. Verse 9 is It's so sick. It's so sick. You'll fail, O ye people. And ye shall be broken in pieces. And give ear. All you are for countries, gutter yourselves, and ye shall be broken in peace. Gutter yourselves, and ye shall be broken. I I I ain't up. Uh, I'm hearing you now. That word is associate yourself. You can't listen. Go ahead, go ahead, and don't be about this rainbow correlation if you want. This rainbow stuff. Go ahead. Associate yourself. Go ahead. Children. I see it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 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 Off, off in the Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Just keep on. Go ahead. Continue. So Isaiah like 700 B.C. Continue. Continue to be a Christian. Islamic Judaism. Go ahead and associate yourself. Go ahead. And look what he says about you associating in any of them pagan religions that from saying the devil. Look what he says in verse 9. Come on, mother. Okay, Isaiah chapter 8, verse 9. Associate yourself, O ye people, and ye shall be broken in pieces, and give ear all ye, all you afar off, afar countries. Gutter yourselves, and ye shall be broken in pieces. Gutter yourselves, and ye shall be broken in pieces. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He's in Continue doing what you're doing. This is 700 B.C. So, have you been broken in pieces? Have you associated yourself even to this day? You look like them, walk like them, dress like them. He said, continue doing it. I'm going to bust you like a watermelon. Continue doing it. I told you to have fringes on. But no, you want to have the gay suit on. 
Continue doing what you're doing. Look at saying verse 10. Verse 10. Take counsel together, and it shall come to now. Seek the word, and it shall not stand, for Yahweh is with us. Yes, yes. 
Isaiah chapter 8, verse 14. And he shall be for a snare. And he shall be for a century. But for a stone of stumbling and for a rock of offense to both the families of Israel for a genius and for a snare to the inhabitants of God that Judah. He said, he said he's going to be a rock of offense against both of the families of Israel. He said, go ahead, continue doing what you're doing. Judaism, Islamic, and Christian. Continue. He's going to be a snare to you. To both of the families, southern kingdom and northern kingdom. Until you understand, ain't but one man going to get you salvation. The four letters. Y-H-W-H. And that man got no problem. That man got no problem. He said, continue doing it for the tribes of Israel. Continue to be all over the place with his name. He tells the both of the, of the family of Israel. Southern and northern kingdom. He said, associate yourself. You will be broken. Now he told Isaiah in advance, 700 BC, this is what's going to happen to you. Now what's going to happen today? You see what's going on today? We all over the place. It's in the last message to you now. The six anointed caps are bosses over to his life. Now you know, one name gonna get you salvation. In the book, um, twenty six thirteen, daughter Yahweh. Look what he tells the children of Israel. He looked them eyeball to eyeball by by the spirit. He looked them eyeball to eyeball. He looked them eyeball to eyeball there, daughter. And 2313 of Exodus. And what did he say to the whole nation of 12 tribes? That time it was called 12 tribes. And one split. He looked them eyeball to eyeball in 2313. And he said something, though. What did he say? Exodus chapter 23, verse 13. And it reads And in all things that I have said unto you, be circumspect. And make no mention of the names of other Yahweh, neither let it be heard out of thy mouth. So read that again. He said, make no mention of the name of other Yahweh. He said, I don't want it to come out of your mouth. He said, Moses, tell him. Don't mention another name besides the fold up. I don't want it to come out of your mouth. Is that what we're reading, daughter Yahweh? That's what we read. Go read it again, then. I just read. And in all things that I have said unto you, be circumspect and make no mention of the name of other Yahwahs, other Y-H-W-H, comma, S, with neither, neither let it be heard out of your mouth. You don't want to come out of your mouth. You should be circumspect. I mean, be cautious. And watch yourself. That's what he's saying. Be cautious and watch yourself. That was the message was told to Moses to tell Aaron and tell them else to tell them children of Israel. As long as you breathe, air your body. Don't 
let another name come out your mouth. Let's get a precept on that, dog. We're going to get a precept on that. We're going to Leviticus 24, look at verse number 1. Leviticus chapter 24, verse 1. And YHWH Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Mm-hmm. He's saying That's what? Because, uh, uh, I ain't saying about no two. Hold on, hold on. I want to skip down because Moses was in a was in a he had a problem going. What happened in verses eleven and twelve? Let's walk it down. Get the time that daughter. You want something? Verse eleven and twelve. Exodus chapter twenty-four, verse eleven and twelve. Verse eleven. <laughs> and the Israelitish woman. Son, blasphemed the name of the YHWH and cursed. And they brought him unto Moses. And his mother's name was Shilomi, the daughter of Debri of the tribe of Dan. Mm-hmm. Twelve. Verse 12. And they put him inward that the mind of the YHWH, Yahweh, might be showed them. Ah, so they, they, they want to know, what you, hey, Yahweh, what do you think about somebody calling you of in the four letters? What do you think about it? We don't know, we don't know Yahweh. It's the first time it ever happened. He said, we don't know. We don't know. He said, we don't know. We don't know what is your mind. That's that what they want to know. Another thing, we want to know. What is your mind when somebody else got another name come out their mouth and they curse? Blankly, blank them fold up. What do you think about it, Yahweh? We're going to put him in, in, in war. We're going to put him with, over up two planks. You put his head in the plank and close it down. You have his ring up in there and his hands up to saying That's where he was at. Said, we got him locked up, Yahweh, but we don't know what to do. So we don't lean on our own understanding. We don't know what to do. Let me get a precept on that. Hey, hey, Marie, I need a precept on that, Mother. Run back to Numbers, chapter 9. No. Numbers. Yeah, Numbers, chapter Hold on, Mother. Hold on. Hold on. Take a deep breath there, Mother. Numbers, chapter 9. And let's see what we want out of Numbers, chapter 9. We want Numbers, chapter 9, Mother. And um, 9, verse 8. Numbers chapter 9, verse 8. What does it say? Numbers 9, 8. Look at Numbers chapter 9, verse 8. Numbers chapter 9, verse 8, read. And Moses said unto them, Stand still, and I will hear what the Yahweh will command concerning you. Oh, so Moses, look here. We want to hear what Yahweh got to say about it.
What was that again? Leviticus what? 24, verse 13 out of verse 16. Leviticus chapter 24, verses 13 to 16. Verse 13, in the YHWH faith unto Moses, saying, verse 14, bring forth him that have cursed without the count, and let all that heard him lay their hands upon his head, and let all the congregation stone him, verse 15, and thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, whosoever curses, curses his Yahweh, shall bear his sin. Verse 16. And he that blasphemeth the name of YHWH Yahweh, he shall surely be put to death. And all the congregation shall certainly stone him, as well as he that is born in the land, when he blasphemeth the name of YHWH Yahweh, shall be put to death. So that's, so that's the mind of Yahweh concerning his name. That's how he feel about his name. Moses, I don't know what to do. He said, well, didn't I tell you earlier, Moses, I want to know the name of the class you Yes. Well, that's what I mean today. Remember Malachi 3, verse 6, he sang the day, yes, day level. And Hebrews 13, verse 8, he don't change. He's the same day. St. John chapter and 41, a precept, what it say? Okay, some of that got distorted. Change St. John chapter 25, 29 Saint and 41. John, 25, verse 9 and 41, a precept. Oh, 9 and 41. Hallelujah. Okay, in the book of... Uh, St. John, looking at chapter 9. Ew, that was St. John, chapter 25. Uh, St. John goes to... St. John, chapter 9, verse 25 and 41. Okay, we got that a little backwards. St. John chapter 9, verse 25, verse 25 and verse number 21. 25 and 41. 25 says, He answered and said, Whether he be a sinner or not, I do know not. One thing I do know, whereas I was blind, now I see. Verse number 41 says, Yahweh's son said unto them, If you were blind, you should have no sin. 
but now you say we see. Therefore, your sin remains. Yeah. You want to know the truth about something, and you continue on the international side to continue to ignore the truth. That's when the clock starts. That's when the clock starts ticking. Once you plainly understand that he will be one name that come out your mouth, and then you won't put many names out your mouth, that's when the clock will start ticking on you. Once it made plain. That the mind of Yahweh's hand, once you introduce to his name, the four letters, Y-H-W-H, and you put another name with the four letters, Y-H-W-H, that's when your clock starts hitting. That's when your sins remain. It's no close to hide under. You get in your mind. And that's why this minister got to go all over the world. You know what I'm saying? One thing. Laws, statutes, and commandments. But it don't work unless you got the four-letter man's name in front. If you're a precept on the four, the four-letter man got to be in front, Elder. So the Zechariah chapter nine. Let me show you. That's not a straight operator. He said, "Okay, now see, you can talk a pretty good still, but put a precept with that." Go to Zechariah chapter nine. This is what you want when you go into your battle. You want to make sure something is working with you that you can read. So in the ninth chapter, verse fourteen. Let's see what it says. 9, verse 14 of Zechariah. In the, book of Zechariah. in the book of Zechariah, chapter 9, reading verse 14 says, And the Yahweh shall be seen over them, and his arrow shall go forth as the lightning. And the Yahweh shall bow the trumpet. And shall go with the whirlwinds of the south. Now he's going to blow the trumpet. Yahweh's going to blow that trumpet. That's the seven trumpet. He's going to blow that seven trumpet. He said, here I come now. He said, you've been told all along that here I come. He's going to blow that seven trumpet. He's going to come like a whirlwind. And those and those of Yahweh and got that name right, he's going to kiss them to the side. You want they ain't got that name, he's going to bull rush them the place they got to go. But now we want to go back, um, we want to go back, hey, hey daughter, y'all, well, I want to run back to a, a verse. And Sister Miriam, hey, I meet Zechariah chapter 4, she waiting on I want to go back to something in the book of the sheep. This is not, he tells it more than she's not, everybody gets this wrong too. But he's going to say something to the northern kingdom that we don't know by understanding tape number 91, that's what we told us. We're going to the book of Ephesians, their daughter of Yahweh. We're going to the book of Ephesians, mm-hmm. chapter 2. And we're going to look at, um, let's see what we want out of chapter 2. So he's going to make a final statement at daughter of Yahweh. And he's talking to the northern kingdom, but they... They got everything wrong because we got to be the ones breaking up. Let's see what's going on in, in the book of Ephesians chapter 2. And we're going to pick it up around by verse number. Let's see what we want. Let's pick it up verse number 8 or 11. And let's, let's read so we get our point. Verse 11. Let's say in verse 11. 2 11, that daughter of Yahweh come up. 
Ephesians chapter 2, verse 11, and it reads, Wherefore, remember that you being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision, by what which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by him. He said, he said, he said, you work, you know, when you, when you ain't got it right, you can be a member of the 12,000 Israel and make you a Gentile. He, he said, you were, you were. I mean, you can't change your bloodline. That means you were. That means you were. You were. You were. Now, watch me tell you what you were. That you were Gentile. Now, watch me say in verse 12 to the Ephesians in verse 12. What do you say, dog? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12, that at that time you were without YHWH Yahweh, the son of Yahweh the Father, being alien from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of the promise, having no hope and without the Yahweh in the world. Ephesians chapter 2, 13. But now, in the YHWH, the son of Yahweh the Father, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Yahweh the son of Yahweh the Father. Ain't that good talk? That's the talk right there. That's the talk. I like to feel it a little bit long, but I sometimes she's going to move. Now, look what he said in verse 14. Verse 20, Ephesians chapter 2, 14. Verse 14. 14. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14. For he is our peace, who have made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us. So he made both one. What, who, who was it? He made both one. The northern and southern kingdom. He said, we'll make you one. So this is talking about the north, the northern, and the southern kingdom. Now I'll make you both one up under me. See, as long as you're talking to the good friends, Yahweh, fall out, man, you one up under me. What do you say in verse 15? Verse 15. Verse 15. Yeah. Yeah. chapter 2, verse 15. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity. Even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of one new man, so making peace. Making one new man, children of Israel, and, and what have been removed? The killing of the animals. Northern, southern king, you don't kill no animals for no reason. Kill your knees and repent. Y'all made y'all both one now. Y'all be killing northern king. Y'all come back in. Don't, 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 don't,
how they get the most up in, in there. 16 and 17, what it says. Verse 16 and 17. Verse 16. And that he might reconcile both unto the outside in one body by the two, having slain the enemy of people. Verse 17, and came and preached and taught peace to you which were afar off and to them that were not. You see that? Nice, that's right. That's right. That's nice. Because these northern kingdoms broke away in 722. And they've been down for the countdown. Every time Paul would look for them, they were doing sacrifices with some animals. It's messed up over with. You ain't no more, no more killing no animals when you do wrong. You got to get on your knees and repent to Yahweh. You got all these pagan names right now. Like right now, 95% of the northern kingdom in America, they are about some uh, Guadalupe doing Sunday and they only Catholic Christian. So we got a lot of work to do. Good. Let's go back to um, Sister Mary in Israel. Now, with all that understanding, now we're going back to Zechariah chapter 4, verse 3, 11 out of verse 14. Now let's see how enlightened we will be when we read the entire prophecy of the seer in Zechariah chapter 4, Sister Miriam. What it says in verse 3, and skip down to 11, down to verse 14. Listen to this. Let's see what everybody ready. Crack this wide open. Come on. Hallelujah. Why? Zechariah, chapter 4, verse 3, down to 11 through 14. And it reads, verse 3. And two other trees by it, one upon the light side of the bowl, and the other upon the left side thereof. Verse 11. Then answered I and said unto him, What are these two other trees? upon the right side of the candlestick, and upon the left side thereof. Verse 12, and I answered again, or go to 14. No, break down, break down. And I answered again and said unto him, what be these two olive branches, which threw the two golden pipes, the golden oil out of themselves. 13. And he answered me and said, Know you not what these be? And I said, No, my Yahweh. 14. Then said he, These are the two anointed ones that stand by the Yahweh of the whole earth. Now, you uh, now, now, who was this he talking about? And who did he talk about in Amos 3, 1 and 2 there? Sister Miriam Israel. Who was he talking about? Who was these two out of trees he talking about? That's precept to Amos 3, 1 and 2. Let's find out who he talked about. Who is these two out of trees? Uh-huh. Let's stand by him. Let's see what's going on here. Read Amos 3, 1 and 2. Amos chapter 3. Verse 1 and 2 reads, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hear this word that the Yahweh has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole thing which I brought up 
from the land of Egypt, saying, verse 2, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. So, who are these two other trees? If you only know one people, so these two other trees must be who? The children of Israel, southern and northern kingdom. That's where the two witnesses is. Southern and northern kingdom. That's where the two witnesses is. The southern and the northern kingdom. The southern kingdom got to get the northern kingdom together, but the two witnesses, the two out of trees, is southern and northern kingdom. See how plain that is? And then that's so now we read in Isaiah chapter 11 now, Sister Marion, Isaiah chapter 11, verse number 12, and he'll tell you about this, about somebody. What it says in Isaiah 11, verse 12. Hallelujah, Yahuwah. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 12. Read. Isaiah chapter 11, verse 12. Read. And he shall set up an ensign for the nations and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah Judah from the four corners of the earth. Mm-hmm. So again, and, and and sum it all up in 30 verse 4, that's um, Sister Mary and Israel, sum it all up in Jeremiah 30 verse 4. Sum it all up. It's how easy it is. Sum it all up in 30 verse 4 of Jeremiah. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 4. Mm-hmm. And it reads, Hallelujah, Yahweh, Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 4. And these are the words that the Yahweh spake concerning Israel and concerning Judah. So this whole two olive trees is concerning who, according to 30, verse 4. Who are the two olive trees, these two witnesses? Who is all concerning? According to 30, verse 4. Judah, Israel. Judah, Judah and Israel. Thank you there, Mother E. Judah and Israel. Every kingdom, northern kingdom. So that's when you get two witnesses. That's the two olive trees. So then when you read the Revelation chapter 11, who will be a two witnesses? Now, just make it plain. Hey, Mother E. Just make it plain, Mother E. What he says in 43rd chapter of Isaiah, verse 1 and 2. Hey, Mother E. Look at Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, verse 1 and 10. What do you say, Mother? Isaiah 43, verse 1 and 10. What do you say, Mother? Isaiah 43, verse 1 and verse 10. Isaiah 43, verse 1 
But now, thus said the Yahweh that created thee, O Jacob, O Israel, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have thee, me thee, I have called thee by my name, by all mine. Verse 10. You, you are my witnesses, said the Yahweh, and my servants, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he before me that was no Yahweh from. Neither shall be, neither shall there be after me. What, 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 what do you tell Jacob, a mother, a mother, a mother is? What do you tell, oh, Jacob, whose name is Israel in 40 and 1, he says, he said, um, in 43 verse 1, he said, I'm the one that formed you, oh, Israel, 12 tribes. Then he said something in verse 10, mother. He says, you are my witness. Is you are
on one accord. Once we get right on one accord, then y'all is going to invent. The best part of the broadcast is bring Mother Z in and she gives a commentary on whatever. Oh, she's not coming on. All right, so we're catching them on night then. So we go back to this book. So we found out now we know where the witness is now. So now, Jordan Yahweh, since we know that now, let's go to Revelation chapter 7, verse 1 and 3. Let's find out something along the way to find out something. We're going to Revelation chapter 7, verse 1. Remember, this is the entire prophecy now. So we know where the witness is. We know where the olive, the olive trees is. We know all this stuff now. Okay, number 91. Remember, all you got to do is just put on your phone, my HWH Radio Live, and bring the broadcast back up and study it. Yahweh is going to intervene when the way the fiction on the camp teach, you teach the same way. Guess what's going to happen? Yahweh is going to intervene. Now, back to the end time prophecy there. 7 verse 1. Let's talk about it there. Don't Yahweh is read a little bit. 7 verse 1, come on. Revelation chapter 7, verse 1. And after these things, I saw four ministering spirits standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. Verse 2. And I saw another ministering spirit ascending from the east, having the seal of the living Yahweh, Y-H-W-H. And he cried with a loud voice to the four ministering spirits, to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. Verse 3, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the service of our Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, in their foreheads. servants, they are my servants, 
from what brought forth out of the land of Egypt. I go for Yahweh, your Yahweh. So, read that again, Elder, yeah, so you kind of broke up a little bit. So now, we find out, he said, fill up his servants. Now, we preached up in just 25, 55, found who the servant's name is. What's the servant's name again, Elder? Yeah, read that again, Elder. Yeah. 55 says, for unto me, the family of Israel, are servants. They are my servants, whom I brought out forth out of the land of Egypt. I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. So you see how plain he make it? So he's telling the angels, make sure the wall gets sealed. And the walls, he's he not talking about the world, he's talking about the children of Israel. That's when he's talking about getting killed. I'm going to preach up on that elder in the 41st chapter, verse 8 and 9 of Isaiah. I'm going to preach up on that. And Mother E, tell me the 44th chapter, verse 1, waiting on me of Isaiah, Mother E. So you see, you got to know when you read this end time prophecies, who's going to be sealed first? You! Twelve tribes of Israel with Judah lead. Seal up the wall from Judah, Benjamin, and Levi, and Simeon, and the rest of them. That's when we get the seal. We get a precept in 41 of Isaiah, verse 89. What is the hell? Okay. In Isaiah, chapter 41, reading verse 8 and verse number 9. Yes. Verse number 8. But thou, Israel, art my servant. Israel, whom I have chosen. The seed of Abraham, my friend, and all whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called thee the chief man thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant, I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. Read that! Now, he is the man of friend! Yeah, I mean, what? He is the man of friend? The man of tell you plainly. And when daughter reading end time prophecy, now you clear what you're talking about. Now, mother, go ahead and just go ahead and just just deliver them all the way up, mother, in the book of 44, verse 1 and 2. Go on, deliver them all the way up, mother. Go ahead and just deliver them all up in Isaiah 44, 1 and 2. Go on, deliver them all up. Go ahead. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 1 and verse 2. Yet now, here, O Israel, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen. Verse 2. Thus said Yahweh that made thee and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not, O Israel, my servant, and thou art the Judah, whom I have chosen. Here's the man saying, 45 old mother. Here's, 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 listen, fixing on the count. Did you hear what the man is saying? Why is he something from the line with this thing? Land, school, baseball, and radio stations ready to come, but we got to get in order. So you clear when the daughter comes out of this end time prophecy, you know exactly what he's talking about. I mean, time up. It's time now to step it up. 45, verse 4, what it say, mother? Isaiah, chapter 45. Isaiah, chapter 45, verse 4. For Jacob, my servant, say, and Israel, 
my elect. I have even called thee by thy name. I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. You see that? He said, he'll tell everybody, now you got to know him. But his, his, his servant, the one he got chosen, who's been elected to take care of his business, his 12 tribes of Israel, led by Judah. Come on, daughter, come on back, let's get a little bit more, daughter. Stay on down, you. So now we know who the elect is, we know who got to be filled, we know all this good stuff. Now look what he says there, daughter. Keep reading, daughter. Come on back there and give us some more with the left off on Revelation. Daughter Yahweh, come on back in that seventh chapter and get on see a little bit more now, daughter. Where's daughter Yahweh at? I'm right here, Revelation chapter 7, verse 4. And I heard the number of them which were sealed. And there were sealed an hundred and forty thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Stop it there. Stop it there. So the seal of the hundred and forty-four thousand, who is the hundred and forty-four thousand according to verse 4 that dark? I mean, make it plain to the national audience group. They ask the question, who can be the hundred and forty-four thousand? What is that talking about? All we got to do the is children, read verse yeah. Who are the children of Israel according to verse 4? Who is there? And I heard the number of them which were sealed. And there were sealed 144,000 of all the tribes of the children of Israel. So, he got nothing to do with no Arab, do with no Christians, nothing to do with no Judaism. The one they talk about is the covenant keepers of the bloodline children of Israel. Now they're gonna make it plain, daughter. You stay on down to verse five, down to verse nine. Just make it plain. Come on. Verse five to nine. Verse five. Of the tribe of Yahdah Judah were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Reuben were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Gad were sealed twelve thousand. Verse six. Of the tribe of Asher were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Nephtalim were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Manasseh were sealed 12,000. Verse 7. Of the tribe of Simeon were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Levi were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Issachar were sealed 12,000. Verse 8. Of the tribe of Zebulun were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Joseph were sealed 12,000. Of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000. Verse 9. After this I beheld in lo, a great multitude which no man could number, of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, Clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Mm-hmm. See, that's what they, that's what they get happy at, dog. They say, "Yeah, all nations." Now they happy now. All nations for God. Run to Amos chapter nine, verse nine, and 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 find out who all these all nations is in a closing statement. That daughter. 
Now, this is the Jew God. Once you see all nations, he's talking about all nations, right? Then just take themselves to Amos 9, verse 9. Then look directly at the, in the eyeballs. We show what it says in Amos 9, 9. What does it say? Amos chapter 9, verse 9, and it reads, For lo, I will command and I will sift the family of Israel among all nations, like as corn is sifted in a seed, yet shall not the least grain fall upon the earth. That means he's going to know where every last one of you at once you wake up and come back to the truth. He know where you at. He know you call African American Negro and color and super cool. But once you wake back up, not a man one of you going to fall, not a, a, a grain that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. So who is this all nation there, daughter of Yahweh and Colossae? Look at it real carefully. Who is this when you read in seven, I mean, wherever you read in Revelation 7 verse 9, all nations, mm-hmm. what all nations are you talking about according to the fear in 9 verse 9, daughter? Make it plain, dog. Kevin National proudly and boldly, who is he talking about according to Amos 9, verse 9? Oh, according to Amos chapter 9, verse 9. For lo, I will command and will sift the nation, the family of Israel, (laughs) among all nations, like as corn is sift in the seed. So who's going to be in all nations according to 9 verse 9 there, though? The children of Israel. <laughs> the tribes of the children of Israel. So that's what they mean by, that don't mean the other nations. No. That means the children of Israel, when you preach up your Bible, that's the one that's going to be in all nations. You see that? Ain't that plain, though, of Yahweh? Close the statement. All yours. Tomorrow at 6 o'clock, daughter, y'all, come up. Okay. I'm going to read from the um, book of Sirach, chapter 43, verse 30. When you glorify the YHWH, Yahweh, exalt him as much as you can, for even yet will he far exceed. And when you exalt him, put forth all your strength, and be not weary, for you can never go far enough.
uh, revelation. Let's read what name they got to have in their in the head. Unimportant. Stuff that. Revelation 14, verse 1. John okay. is told by the angel exactly who the 144,000 is, the children of Israel. But look what is said in 14, verse 1. To identify the 144,000, let's talk about it. Mother Eve and 14, verse <laughs> 1 of, of Revelation. The book of Revelation, chapter 14, verse 1. And I looked, and lo, a lamb stood on Mount Sinai, Yahweh Judah, and with him a hundred forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their forehead. All right. So the hundred forty-four, the sign of the hundred forty-four thousand. What name gonna be coming out their mouth? They're gonna be in their forehead, According to fourteen, verse one. The 144 teachers that's going to be leased out on the whole world, they're gathered in now. But the they calling card is going to be 14 verse 1. And what is that, Mother? What is it saying in 14 verse 1? His father's name. As in his father's name. Where? What is Father's name going to be there, Mother? Written in their forehead. What is the name of the father's name and how many letters is the father's name of? Those letters, Y-H-W-H. That's the name that the 144,000 are going to have of the children of Israel. It won't be no rainbow coalition. It will be bloodline Israelites of the 144,000 of the tribes of the children of Israel. That's the ball game. So if you got that, you both know the trade on time appointed. Now, Sister Miriam, in the, uh, the book of Isaiah, I mean Ezekiel, make it Ezekiel. Let's see what's going on in verse number one. Verse number one, 47 verse one. What does it say there? Sister Miriam Israel. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 47, verse 1. Hallelujah. Afterward, he brought me again unto the door of the house. And behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under the from the right side of the house, at the south side of the altar. Mm-hmm. So the house will be on the south side of the altar, the south side. So center capital world, that's what he's saying he's talking about it. So what, and what's going on there, daughter? We're going to verse 13. And what's going on in verse 13? 13, Ezekiel chapter 47. Verse 13, <clears throat> and it reads, Thus saith Yahweh, Yahweh, this shall be the border, whereby you shall inherit the land according to the twelve tribes of Israel. Joseph shall have two portions. Uh-huh. 
So they talk about this gonna be this gonna be all that good stuff. And he said Joseph gonna have two portions because Joseph had Ephraim but nothing. Okay, good. So what's going on in verse eighteen now? What's going on in verse eighteen? Ezekiel forty seven, verse eighteen. And the east side you shall measure from Huron and from Damascus, Damascus, and from Gilead, and from the land of Israel by Jordan, from the border unto the east sea. And this is the east side. Mm-hmm. So, so, so we we'll took that at east sea in another lesson, and just going all the way to the east sea. So we'll find out about what the east sea is in another lesson. See? Now, what happened next in verse 19? Verse 19, Ezekiel 47. And the south side, and the south south side southward from Tamar, even to the waters of strife in Kadesh, the river to the great sea, and this is the south side southward. So now you're going to the great sea. We'll take you that at another level. So now your land going to go up to the great sea. So what you do, you Google working that out. This land don't look like no little corner of no four acres in the middle. It goes all the way to the great sea. That's in verse 20. In verse 20, the west side also shall be the great sea from the border. So a man come over against Hannah. This is the west side. You see that? And the west side going to be through a great sea. So you see, this time here is kind of blowing up for the children of Israel. 21. So shall you divide this land unto you according to the tribes of Israel. And the whole land is going to be divided according to the Twelve tribes of Israel. You mean the twelve tribes of Israel are going to divide the whole known world? That's right. <laughs> That's when you know about stuff. That's why you got to make sure you understand this book. When it's all said and done, come back to yourself. This whole world will be divided into the hand of the children of Israel. Hey, mother, give me a precept. Give me a precept on that, mother, and 225 to 29 of Revelation. Give me a precept. Let the angel tell you. Exactly what you'll be doing when you get all this land to yourself. What is what is the children of Israel gonna be doing with the ones that finally got the name right? Now they um, they talk right. Let's see what 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 they told John to write in two twenty five down to verse twenty nine, Mother East. What do you tell what do you tell John to put in writing? Come on. Revelation two. 25 to 29. What does it say, Moses? Book of Revelation, chapter 2, verse 25 to 29. Verse 25. Call for Revelation, chapter 2, verse 25 to 29. Verse 26, and he that overcome and keepeth my work unto the end, to him will I give power 
over the nation. 27. And he shall rule them with, with a rod of iron as the vessel of a party shall they be broken to give us. Even as I receive the seed of my father. Verse 28. And I will give them the morning star. 29. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the congregation of Israel. Make it. If, if they make it, 
what they gonna do, mother, according to verse 12? They gonna serve us, mother. They gonna serve us. Yes, right, mother. If they make it, whoever make it. So you tell them, listen, I hope you do make it. But if you do make it, you're going to serve us. If you do make it, then we can tell you what you're going to be doing. If you if you get in the kingdom with us, it ain't going to be no, you, no, no, uh, Teddy Pentagraph, uh, 50 50. No. If you do make it, according to you, Isaiah and 60, verse 12, you're going to serve us. Now, see, that's a big verse. Now, you got to give me a precept on that. You want a precept on that? All right. We'll get a precept on that. Um, Sister Miriam, a precept. Let's go to the 14th chapter of Isaiah. Let's read a little bit. Let's read. Now, the word we want is you're going to serve us. That's the word we're looking for. Let's go to the 14th chapter of Isaiah and see if we get a precept. A precept, we've got to identify the same verse. It says in 60 verse 12, for the nation, for the nation and kingdom that will not serve thee shall perish. Yours, those nations shall be utterly wasted. Now the WCC, the World Council Church, 500 million members, Want a precept, Sister Mary? Let's give a precept there. Go to 14, chapter 3, verse 1, down to verse 6. Isaiah 14, 1 through 6. What's that, Sister Mary? <clears throat> Hallelujah. Yahuwah. Isaiah, chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. For the Yahuwah will have mercy on Jacob and will yet choose Israel and set them in their own land. And the strangers shall be joined with them, and they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. Two, and the people shall take them and bring them to their place. And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Yahweh for servants and handmaids. And they shall take them captive, whose captives they were, and they shall rule over their oppressors. Three, and it shall come to pass in the day that the Yahweh shall give you rest from your sorrow and from your fear and from the hard bondage wherein you was made to serve. For that you shall take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, How hath the oppressor ceased? The golden city ceased. Five, the Yahweh have broken the staff of the wicked and the scepter of the rulers. Six, he who smote the people in wrath with a continual stroke, he that ruled the nations in anger is persecuted and none hindereth. So you and see, they got your precept. So the precept is letting you know, hey, listen, if you do make it Latter-day Saints, if you do make it Roman Catholic Church, if you do make it WCC 500 million members, your job is to serve the 12 tribes of Israel that make it. That is your responsibility. You got to serve. So you see, just like we want to be serving you now, but it's already said, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Serve up. 
But you know what? He was prophesied about that already, uh, Sister Miriam. That was already prophesied in the Bible in Leviticus 25. I don't know how they missed it. It was prophesied in the Bible or how the thing's going to be. It just, it able so many ministries going to bring it out. But once we bring it out, then they're going to bring it out. And so what was the prophecy of that? That, that the other nations, job, if they make it, is to serve you. Where is that written in the law of the first five books? We're going to Leviticus 25 there, Sister Miriam. And who think you can read that good stuff? We're going to look at Leviticus 25. Was that already prophesied? Was it hid in plain sight? But we just don't see it. Just see it in plain sight about all this good servants that's going to be. I mean, in plain sight. We're going to see if we find it out. And we're going to the book of Leviticus 25. And we're going to see it is already written in plain sight. That if they make it, the job is to serve you. So um, I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling, but we on the case. You want to find out if it's in plain sight that if any other nation can make it, they're going to have to serve you. It was written already in the law. But I'm struggling right now. It's uh, uh, Miriam. Let's see, can I, my money is struggle that I'm on. And the 25th chapter, but don't fear, he's struggling right now. How are you going? He's struggling. But uh, he's going to keep talking his way into it until, but that's the moment he's going to give me a hand. Y'all still turn over here and get that verse. Um, in the 25th chapter,
So, so that's the same thing on Sunday got to do. I guess he got to get time for tomorrow at 6 o'clock. And then he'll you know, bring that verse up. I don't, I don't know why that verse is calling me. I mean, that is number the cakewalk. So um, I don't know how that verse is calling me like this. Uh, mother, hey, Mother Z. I don't know why that verse is calling me. I don't know why they won't be bringing out this lesson about he was already prophesied, all this good stuff, he was already prophesied, and um, so in 25, they are from Miriam, and 25, that's he, was already prophesied. Verse 45, 46, let's see what's going on. It's already prophesied. Leviticus 25, verse 45 and 46. It's already was in plain view, like like the 12 tribes of Israel. We in plain view. But nobody know we is. He said we have the American Negro in color. We in plain view. Just like this verse right here. Leviticus 25, 45 and 46. What did it say there? Sister Miriam, come on. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Leviticus chapter 25. Verse 45 and 46. Moreover, of the children of the strangers that do sojourn among you, of them shall you buy, and of their families that are with you, which they beget in your land, and they shall be your possession. 46. And you shall take them as an inheritance for your children after you to inherit them for possession. They shall be your bondmen forever. But over your brethren, the children of Israel, you shall not rule over rule one over another with regard. Regard. With rigor. So you see, so you see what it says here? It says, um, he said, they shall be your possession. You know what a possession is. Possession is not equal with you. Possession. He said they're gonna be your, uh, and they're gonna be your bars, men, and bars women forever. Once we get the kingdom all straight, going skinning and green, going good, whoever make it, that that convert themselves to be up under the twelve tribes of Israel, understand what you got coming. You'll be a bars maid and bars women male on forever. That's what you got coming. There is what it is. But they're written in plain view. That's why you children of Israel, you got to wake up. You got to wake up. If you offer your Christianity, get out of it. Islam, get out of it. If you, you offer your Judaism, get out of it. Because all one's going to make it. Mother, get ready to read in 21, 1, 2, and 3, Mother. Hey, Mother. Hey, Mother, who's going to make it? And 21, 1, 2, and 3, and skip down to verse 10, down to verse 12. 10, down to 12. And remember, it's 21, 1, 2, and 3, mother. Who's going to make it, mother? Who's going to make it? Remember, it's 21, 1, 2, 3, 10, down to verse 13 in the closing statement. 10, down to 13 in the closing statement, mother. Take your time and give me that 1, 2, 3. Then skip down 10 people, and we'll catch you tomorrow at 6 o'clock on the broadcast. Come on. Revelation 21, verse 1, 2, 
Revelation 21, verse 1, 2, and 3, and 10 to 13. Revelation 21, verse 1. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. Verse 2. And I, John, saw the righteous city, New Jerusalem, coming down from Yahweh out of heaven, prepared as a bride adored for her husband. New Jerusalem. Get it right. That New Jerusalem is Yah God Judah, Southern Kingdom. That New Jerusalem is Yah God Judah, Southern Kingdom right. coming down. Okay. That was going on ever. Come on now, go read that verse three again, then skip down to uh, ten through thirteen. Read that verse three again for the national audience. Verse two again. And I John saw the righteous city. New Yahweh Judah coming down from Yahweh out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Verse 3 And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of Yahweh is with man, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And Yahweh himself shall be with them and be their Yahweh. Verse 10. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the righteous Yahweh Judah, descending out of heaven from Yahweh. Verse 11. Having the honor of Yahweh and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Verse 12. And had a wall great and high, and had twelve gates, and at the gate twelve Minister spirit and names written thereon, which are the names of the twelve tribes of Israel, of the twelve tribes of the children of Israel. Read one more verse. One more verse. Verse thirteen. On the east, on the east, three gates. On the north three gates, on the south three gates, and on the west.